0: You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to Because You Asked. I'm Barry Newsbaum. We are the guests of the Homefront Command at their headquarters base in Ramla in central Israel, and we are very happy today to be an invitee of Lieutenant Colonel Intamar Cohen. Uh, He's a commander of the search and rescue unit that just came back from Mexico, and he's going to tell us what they do around the world and the various missions he's been on uh, as a representative of the State of Israel, the IDF, and uh, someone who's doing good deeds to help those in critical need in situations of emergency around the world. Colonel, thanks for having us. So tell us, what is it that your unit does and uh, what's your central focus?
1: Okay, my unit is specializing in search and rescuing urban situation from collapsed building and any other stuff in uh, urban areas. Finding uh, trapped victims that weren't alive and help uh, extract them and bringing people to burial to relief to the family, so it's... For us, it's important. Of course. For, for the community itself, it's important. So. Of course. I'm a company commander. I have a, a rescue company, company, a reserve unit. Our uh, unit goal is to be prepared for for anything that happened in Israel or abroad.
0: Now you just came back from Mexico. Yeah. Tell us what happened there. How many people did you take? What
1: was your mission? So Mexico City, uh, Mexico. At an earthquake on the September 19th. At noon, they had a, a huge earthquake that struck uh, Mexico City. Uh, they had uh, around 44 buildings that collapsed. And the Prime Minister uh, just visited, and when it happened, he made a call to the, to the President there and uh, asked him if they needed uh, any help. Uh, he suggested maybe we could send a rescue unit, uh, maybe something else. And it was decided to take out uh, to send a specialist uh, delegation that will help uh, Mexico uh, City in uh, scanning and analyzing building uh, that uh, damage after the earthquake. Five hours to get ready, and then uh, we went out. It was uh, in the New Year Eve, the Jewish New Year Eve, and from then we had like after 39 hours since the earthquake, we were already in Mexico City. So how many people did you take? And uh, the delegation itself was around 70 people. Almost half of it are rescuers, and most of them are engineers, rescuers that, they are engineers. Because we were very fast over the, over in Mexico City, they asked us to help in the rescue uh, effort they're doing in sites over the collapse. And my team, uh, we divided to two teams uh, all the rescuers. I command one of the team, and there's another guy to command the other team. And uh, my team went to uh, one site in uh, Mexico City itself, and then we found ourselves for six days working in this site itself. And there were more than 50 people trapped inside, and we really worked hard to help uh, with the rescue efforts. So you guys are on site
0: from the other side of the planet. You don't know the environment, you don't know the people, you don't work for the government, you're volunteers, right? How many other countries were there like Israel to help?
1: There were many, many countries. I'm not, I'm not familiar exactly with all the countries that were there, but many countries uh, send their
0: uh, send their help. So you're all shoulder to shoulder it. trying to save people that are trapped in these buildings yeah. that fell down?
1: Yeah. Uh, we work together, we uh, communicate, and uh, everyone did whatever they can do to you know, expedite the. Uh, uh, the rescue
0: Do you have any special stories of what
1: occurred from your command when you were there that you want to share? I guess one of one the things that we haven't seen before and I've been to a few places, it's the it's the help of the locals there. There are tons of volunteers and volunteer just to give equipment, volunteers to give water to give uh, food and, I don't know, even they had like a massage corner for for (laughs) rescuers that went out and need some uh, relief. And they also volunteered to work and it was very well organized, people all together on the side and this is very amazing to see. You feel like a lot of connection to the people, to what you do and... uh, Was there appreciation that
0: you could sense from the locals, local Mexicans for what you were doing?
1: Of of course, of course you, you you feel appreciation and they they see you they come there over there to help. They see, you know you don't have any interest, just to give them aid, and they appreciate it and they come along with you to do that. It's not it's not just us. So before you went to Mexico,
0: you would related to me that you've been to a number of other places around the world. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Okay, I've been. Um, we had a car bomb in uh, Egypt uh, on Tabotel, just on the border with Sinai. And I've been there, it's like 12, 13 I think, years ago. And I've been to Haiti. Uh, the army sent uh, a hospital field to Haiti, and we also went uh, a bunch of rescuers, like around 25 rescuers uh, to Haiti. We opened a very uh, complex and sophisticated hospital over there and there were other units that joined us and opened surg- uh, surgery rooms next to us. We actually got to rescue a live person. I think after 57 hours he was under wow. the arrival, so this is like really... Uh, it's miraculous. <laughs> yeah, this is miraculous that he survived and we were very, very excited and happy that we were able to do that. Now you said you also you've been to Turkey, right? No, I'm, I'm I haven't Your been unit. to Turkey. But the unit's been all around. They've been in Japan. They've been in Turkey. They've been in um, uh, oh, yeah. Kenya, uh, Ghana. There are many places that the uh, unit uh, sent mission to. We're doing that for years. So,
0: now you made an interesting comment when we were chatting earlier. You said that even if this type of search and rescue unit that you're in charge of would not get publicity of any kind you would still do it and you do it for a different reason Tell us about that
1: and we are all the time trying to learn and to be the best in Israel and everywhere and uh, we learn a lot and there's limitation in what you can learn here in Israel and being uh, sent out to delegation and do rescue effort. You learn a lot, you learn new things, you learn how things are being managed and command and technique for rescuing. We're doing a lot of joint uh, training and drills with other countries, with the U.S., and we take what we learn, we inquire it and learn from it, and bring, in, bring, in, bring it home to the unit, and then we can spread it to the whole uh, Home from Command and all the other uh, rescue unit in, uh, in the Army. Any, any dogs with your unit? No, usually we use uh, there is a dog unit in uh, in the army, and they have uh, rescue dogs. And when we need, they are not uh, reserved. <laughs> so, Those are active duty so, dogs. Yeah, they active <laughs> duty dogs. You know, someone need to take them out each day, and we're just reserved. So, we each time we we plan to go in places or train, we bring them uh, to train with us. So. Right. Yeah, so, can, so, you're, utilize so
0: you're reserved, which means you have a regular life. I have a regular and life. And then you get a <laughs> phone call and within hours you're here on base and you're ready to go.
1: Yeah, actually for Israel, they expect us to be on a, on a site if there is a collapsed building. Uh, and three hours then they call us to be the, the, the first platoon for all the like equipment already giving give aid on site. Usually it takes like, take us less because most of the incidents happen uh, in the central of Israel and we have people all around. so we usually get the site in, in minutes uh, and half an hour something like that. and we start uh, our uh, help. It, um, usually when it's a, a delegation, it's a little bit different. They will call you and you will you'll start pre- preparing and plan uh, and plan ahead. Uh, but it takes time. Usually there's a lot of equipment you have to load to airplane There is a debate of what to take and which airplane who comes So usually it take a little bit more time, but for us as the, as the specialist We have to be on call and from hours. I just got a phone call at four o'clock in the morning telling me you have one hour to be the unit you're telling the wife, uh, you, kiss, uh, you kiss your wife goodbye, saying I won't be doing the holiday and take a few stuff and just come to the unit. And then you don't know, it happens a lot during the year, like three or four times a year that it happens, but not all of them come up to be a delegation. So you don't really so know you, if, so you're, if you're going out do not. You just come to the unit and then things roll and suddenly at noon you find yourself on a plane wow. uh, on the way to Mexico. So this is... You need the special people for this kind of uh, action and reaction for, uh, for this so you of... You're episode. permanently
0: on call. Yeah. Four o'clock in the morning on the Jewish New Year, and you get a phone call and you're gone in an hour. Yeah. Wow. You mentioned it's not just you, Colonel, it's your unit. What do you yeah, mean by that?
1: You know, usually we have someone on face that talks, but it's not actually you know, the credits. It's not just for me, it's for everyone. It's logistic uh, people. And we also have uh, regular uh, from, the, from the rescue unit uh, from the Army that are not reserved. They came along with us and it's really a joint effort between everyone. That's Great, just well, working.
0: congratulations for what you do and thank you for having us, Colonel Cohen. You're welcome. Amazing story for Israel and the rest of the world, what this very courageous unit does around the world for emergency response. Uh, a great story from Lieutenant Colonel Itamar Cohen. Uh, this has been Because You Asked with Barry Nussbaum. We appreciate you joining us today. Remember, you can always get information from us at our website, uh, www.atp. Uh, americantruthproject.org, or you can write to me at barry at americantruthproject.org and go to sign up on the website so you never miss an exciting episode. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast.